long gone. Jason is here. Chris is here. Still riding the wave off of Hirt Yonkers. <laughs> we, uh, you know, the dust is still settling over here. What, what's up with you, Chris? There's a lot to talk about today. Oh, is there? I didn't, I didn't realize there was a lot to talk about today. I guess there's a lot to talk about every day. Well, I mean, I know that there's different Netflix shows that you want to get to. That's right. There, you, you're a big Twitter user. That's how true. Do you feel about, how do you feel about Twitter notes? I mean, it's dumb. Of course, but you know what's more dumb. The problem is, is that Twitter is such a beautiful vehicle for expression of the written word. Mm-hmm. The only thing they need to introduce is editing. That's the only thing people really want. But like every other um, application on God's internet, they choose to introduce uh, features that no one asked for and no one wants. Uh, instead of giving the people what they want, which part of me, uh, you know, appreciates and part of me loathes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how you feel about it. My favorite thing though is the writing community turning it into a a moment for them to complain about not getting paid enough. <laughs> okay, well, that's my favorite <laughs> favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah, just I mean, I guess the only argument that they might have is. You know, we're creating content that Twitter is then, you know, putting ads on, mm-hmm. and we should get a taste of that. But you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't think that writers should be paid for tweeting unless other people want to pay them for it. No, yeah, or unless you're tweeting actual ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which I'm, of course, happy to do if anyone wants me to. Jason's Twitter has recently turned into strictly an ad-based platform. I will, sh- I will teach every writer how to make money writing on the internet. Write about products and then tell them where to buy them, and That's then a good idea. Uh, and then an agency will send you a, a wire transfer. And unfortunately, some of those agencies still send you a paper check in the mail. But mm. let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, it's a it's a classic misstep. And hopefully, when um, Tesla Honcho Elon Musk takes over, he'll correct all these wrongs. <laughs> uh, his purchase was approved by the board uh but you know i'm sure you know deals of this magnitude do take so wait wait the 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 elon deal is back on the elon deal seems to be back on it it, from what i understand the board has approved it i obviously i'm not in mergers and acquisitions i don't know financially Mm -hmm. uh, what this actually looks like or the timeline for for the actual takeover Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but stay tuned to how long gone and you can find out all about the 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 twitter takeover. don't worry i don't think anyone is really coming to us for that information no that's that's true i did yeah i did watch a very cool new show on netflix last night (laughs) that apparently is an attack on the left According to some news outlets, it's called Snowflake Mountain, <laughs> and they take like for, I don't know why, but everyone on it is kind of fat. So they take like ten nothing nothing snowflakey about them. They're more of a more of a snowman in terms of portliness. So they take like ten or twelve maybe uh, snowflakes, which are you know people in their early twenties that think everything should be given to them for free and they shouldn't have to work, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. take them to a remote wilderness location and drop them off. And then these two kind of like outdoorsy white guys lead them through wilderness training without the um, Mm -hmm. modern trappings of the lives that they're used to, where they have to fend for themselves. And I don't want to give anything (laughs) away. I know you're going to watch every episode. They they give them dry bags and they're basically like... Mm -hmm. Take take only the essentials out of your your large suitcase... Um, and put them in the dry bag, and they all do that, and then it cuts to all their suitcases in a in a far off field, and the guy blows them up with a with with a, with a, with a button. So so basically, the show is if Survivor, <laughs> if your attention span can't handle Survivor or Naked and Afraid or any 
other show that's just like this where yeah, people yeah, get yeah. dumped into the wilderness and have to fend for themselves like how they did in the in the ice age or whatever except the only difference is everyone is somebody that you that will do bad and you want them to do bad versus well a you don't person who will do good and you want them to do good you want to kind of you want to see some growth you know what i mean from some of these guys <laughs> liam liam okay. Liam is a nice chubby British guy with like rosy cheeks, and I feel like he's gonna kind of really turn his life around. That's my guess. Okay. I'm okay. again. I'm only one episode in. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, so there. So we might want to watch them to shed their snowflake wings and turn into more of a merman. We're we're looking for a merman situation. That's exactly what we're looking for. But I, I highly recommend it. It's much better than Stranger Things or something like that. Yeah, I'll I'll gladly watch that over Stranger Things any day. It's a good it's a good television program. And I, you know, I had a I had a big, you know, kind of media week this week, Jason. Yeah, you've been in the news. You've been in the in the media. But I'm very happy to say that my strategist column, Ask Chris Black has returned from the ashes. From the ashes, I mean, I, I know it's kind of a bummer that it's announced the same week as the cause cover dropped, but I just want to be clear, <laughs> those, thing, those things are unrelated. Um, and Yeah, New York Magazine, that Chris, bringing Chris's column back was negated, and in that it is now a moot point because of that cause. <laughs> yes, cause exactly, yeah. crying on a skateboard. That's right. Sitting on a skateboard. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's mm. move on. Uh, but the, um, the <laughs> so so what are we gonna what do we are we gonna get kind of same as it same as it ever was? Chris, that's right. Chris Blackcomb. Are we gonna add any twenty twenty two flair? Well, it's gonna be a longer format because it's moving from weekly to monthly, mm, um, much like your your favorite kind of DJ residencies. To put it in language that you understand. Maybe you could move it over to Twitter notes if it's going to be more long form. You'll get you'll get some more eyeballs on it than uh, you know you you probably your Twitter gets more hits than the New York Magazine, right? Yeah, that's that might be true. But yeah, so I'm already I've already got a nice batch of questions in the hopper to answer. It'll be coming to you live in in like mid July. But I'm happy okay. to be back. So you so this is the a Q and A format that you're comfortable with. Well, this isn't going to have me getting into a fist fight. Somebody could email you in a question that would really boil your blood like a crawdaddy. <laughs> I don't want my blood boiling. <laughs> you don't you, that would be bad if that happened. You wouldn't like that? I would not like that. But I mean also these these Chris, are you doing emails right now? What's going on? I feel like you're not present. No, these questions come I'm just trying to explain to you how this stuff works. The 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 questions come from uh users but they're they're filtered through a they're filtered through a, an editor okay 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 so you don't get you don't get raw you get selects i get exactly yes exactly to put it in terms that you understand yes thank you for bringing it back to me um i you sent me a picture from the gym yesterday that i want to talk about speaking of men's health it looked like you were laying on the ground and you had a stack of bumper plates on your stomach bumper plates on the chest and then a weighted medicine ball on the stomach okay and this is to you said I'm relearning how to walk is how you <laughs> is how you phrased it is that is that can you explain more but I don't understand yeah so I'm I'm doing a bunch of like because of the knee injury over hyperextension of the leg blah 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 mm -hmm. it kind of is throwing off my hips and my ribs aligned you know the way they're aligned so I'm doing a bunch of like weird kind of rudimentary mm -hmm. bizarre exercises and movements like that to kind of help 
bring my alignment back. So you're going caveman mode to get this shit aligned. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, because of the way that I was like overcorrecting my knee injury, that's that was like making me kind of walk differently and then yeah. so I kind of have to unlearn that yeah. that walk and then go back to standard walk. So yeah, like 100 pounds, like 425s on the chest. Put a I'll put a little towel down, you know. Okay, that's nice. Thank you for that cuz COVID is still COVID is still raging in Glendale, so thank you for I that. I put the I put the jondum down. That's the jeans, the jeans <laughs> condom for our, our listeners at home. And then a uh, 30 pound medicine ball on the stomach. Okay. And then you basically just kind of close your eyes, listen to some binaural beats, uh-huh. and then you just breathe the you breathe into the back of the rib cage and not not the front, if that makes sense. No, no, that does make sense. This sounds really interesting. I think I might have to come over for a session. I I'll... think you would like it. I think you'd like it. There, there's because we've talked about this before in terms of like the attention span and like the meditation stuff, where it's something that I run towards and it's something that you might resist a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I likened your needing to sort of be physically held down by like a large strong man mm-hmm. to to really get you to relax and calm down don't bring do not bring monkey pox into this right now not today. you know four small creatures could hold down each one of your limbs <laughs> and then after a while just like bean my small dog you know you you realize there's no way out there's no way you can wiggle and then you finally submit mm-hmm. to your your heart and your energy mm-hmm. to christ Okay, and that's kind of what I what I wanted to talk about on uh, today's episode. Okay, so I'm so I'm not only relearning to walk, I'm also giving my life to Christ, our Lord and Savior, and I'll be baptized in some kind of dirty <laughs> steam room water at a Glendale well, Equinox. You know, that sounds great for me. Like, if you want to do regular training, that costs a lot of money, and I can't really afford it. So if you do kind of like the half religious, half training, oh, I see. It's, it's comped, <laughs> but there is a price that you have to pay. I do have to kind of join the church and everything. So you, yeah, you have to you have to participate in communion and tithe 10 percent, so it actually kind of equals out to the same price as a trainer i don't but- look at the numbers i don't want to see it <laughs> but you're not getting it. you're not getting the emotional weightlifting that you're getting from christ bingo, I, I, bingo. okay i understand now all right so yeah I got, I got the ball in the stomach i got the plates on the chest i do that for five minutes and then for and then at, at five minutes i move the ball from my stomach on top of the plates on the chest so you got you got one thirty coming down oh. right onto the chest. You breathe into that for five oh. minutes. Your legs kind of start going numb. Mm-hmm. You know, like parts of your body are like twitching. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very intense. And then when you're done, oh, you feel like you, uh, you know, a baker's dozen of post nut clarity. I love I love a post nut clarity. Speaking of post thirteen nuts. <laughs> Speaking of thirteen nuts, we do have a guest today. Uh, Austin's uh, Howdy is joining us. Uh, Charlie Martin and Will Taylor, a band I quite like. Uh, their uh, album True Love came out in 2021. I was uh, listening to that pretty seriously. They are from one of America's worst cities, Austin, Texas, so I can't wait to kind of get into that mm-hmm. um, and ask them if they know any of the chicks that work at the Reformation down there next to the uh, next next to the Sun Life. They're having a tough time down there, aren't they? <laughs> I had a nice Sun Life Wolverine yesterday, Chris. God bless, baby. All right, let's uh Yummy. let's let's talk to the guys from Howdy. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, 
restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long that's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So this motherfucker 
This motherfucker is in Waco, and I just want to be clear: this is by choice. This is by pure, pure choice and affordability. Okay, so pure choice and affordability. You're not being, you're not being held hostage. Free will. You're, free this will. is free will. And what is the appeal of Waco besides, obviously, the rich history? Lots of rich, rich history here. Um, <laughs> the heat was the main draw. Um, no, I mean, weird. Got some good heat over there. We're nice some, dry scorpion some, heat. Some really dry heat. I, I really do like getting sunburned playing basketball. But uh, we moved here because it's cheap. We have a two-year-old daughter. I play in a, a, a dumb band, and we have to. We had to simplify our lives. Austin was too expensive. Mm-hmm. Elon, Elon ruined Austin, <laughs> and now you can't even get good barbecue. You got to live out in the sticks. That's that's dead true. That's dead true. So what what are the pros about Waco, Texas, other than affordability, of course? Yes. Like what's some things that I wouldn't love about it until I went there and lived there myself? Local secrets, kind of, you know. Hot springs, yeah. nice little sandwich shop. There's not a ton of 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 a really good like. Local cuisine. It, it, aside from this. <laughs> I like that. So what's good about Waco? Not a ton of uh There's one exception, good however. Food. There's a really good Mexican food restaurant. It's it, it's basically in a house. It's down the street from our house. That's how we found our house. It's called Rufi's Cocina. Rufi's? Yes, Rufi's Cocina. Okay. It's as good as it gets, honestly. It's like <laughs> Charlie has my back. Charlie has my back. Like R O O F I E apostrophe S. R U F I. Okay, so it's not it's not spelled like Jason's favorite drug. It's spelled like a a woman's name. Drug of choice. Yeah, Jason's drug of choice. It's it's like the abuela Rufi. Yes. And not like Bill Cosby Rufi. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Yeah. What's the specialty of the casa? Like a sleepy little enchilada. You wake up the next day, you don't know where you are. That's right. It's not so much Tex Mex. Yeah. It's uh, here, Charlie. You got it. Yeah. Let's let's send it over to Charlie for this one. I mean, they got the like the heady stews going. They got the like mm. the real guisada, the fucking <laughs> It's a wet it's a wet spot. Crazy stews. You get like a guisada burrito. Dry heat wet Ooh. food over there in in Waco. Homemade tortillas. Okay. The breakfast platter comes with a sneaky pancake. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the fucking phone. So you're saying you're get are you getting a pan are you getting a pancake Christmas style down there in Waco? I don't <laughs> <laughs> You have to syrup by the bite. Syrup by the bite. Right, right, right. You don't. You do. Uh, no. You do a. You, so you you do a cut and a dip into the red and the green yes. salsa. You don't pour it all over because yes. then it, the, it gets all soggy. This is a. I I obviously love our Mexican brothers and sisters and the cuisine they provide for us. But pancakes is not really what I'm looking for. Right. Well, that's where the text comes in when the text max. That's why it's called sneaky. So right. so you okay. order so you order a, a traditional Mexican breakfast platter and they put a pancake in there just because you're gonna want a pancake kind of thing. Yes, and it's like you know each plate is like an individual like plate like there's no sets it's all like kind of loose silverware loose mm-hmm. rustico the pancake is like a it like comes on a smaller plate so it's like a little just modest pancake next to your just wonderful uh dry chorizo they actually do like a really nice dry chorizo as well and mix it with potatoes cool. and eggs i'm into Wild. it i like stuff Wild. like that that sounds like a pretty extreme breakfast if 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 i'm being honest chief i mean how does that Worth set your stuff. day forward or does it kind of slow you down a little bit it slows me down um <laughs> Uh, heavily so so i but rufus closes at 
three thirty, so I go at about twelve forty. Oh, okay, so it's a it's a it's a mm-hmm. breakfast for lunch, <laughs> a brunch, okay. brunch okay. situation. But mm-hmm. we can we can stop talking about Waco and every other. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'd be great. It yeah. looks like you have some great architecture behind you, though, like a beautiful door with some hand laid glass work. Those yes. windows mm-hmm. do not look cheap. That is nice. That is nice. They would be irreplaceable, and I. And that's a word that's like often used in our house and it drives me wild because everything is just holding on by a thread. It's like, you know, a hundred. Okay. It's a hundred years old and it's all about to break. I'm about to break. We love Texas here on how long gone. And, and for sure, that's, that's not a joke. Charlie, do you live in Austin still by choice? I don't, I don't. Yeah. We both were there for like 11 years. Um, and then my wife is in law school in uh, at WashU in St. Louis. So we, I'm a I'm a Midwesterner now. Damn. Okay, so you okay? I like I like what you did here though. So you you married a chick that's going to make a lot more money than you, which is always <laughs> smart, always smart. Yeah, but she is forcing you to live in St. Louis, so it's kind of a. I mean, St. Louis is an up and coming zone, though. Yes, it's very up and coming. Honestly, honestly, slept on. It's kind of the opposite of Austin in a in a wonderful way. It's like huge infrastructure, <laughs> great big city, not crowded. Too crowded, too crazy, and bad infrastructure. In yeah, the drive-through yeah. at Jimmy John's. You're saying you're saying that Austin wasn't built for this. It can't handle the load of all the tech billionaires kind of coming to town. Right. I mean, I can't get too technical on it, but yes, I, I think that that is the case. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started and fired I'm not up. Like a civil Don't, no, I know, yeah. I know a few people. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Adam, uh, some hoodlum. He he went. He got a crib and and went and moved to St. Louis. He's just like yeah. I'll just buy a place here and it'll make money and I can afford it. And yeah. I don't see why not. You know, there's beautiful, cute neighborhood. There. Honestly, the spot we live in in St. Louis feels like a art museum compared to where we were at in Austin. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I've never been to St. Louis. I have a, my friend, our friend, Jeremy uh, Kirkland lives there and he's, he's like, oh, he's from there. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. oh, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. But I just, I don't understand what happens there. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's, it's, I don't know what the culture is. He's I, got two kids, bro. That's what he does. He goes to the park. No, yep. I know. Has I, an IPA, <laughs> watches a zoo. little golf. I'm at the zoo most, most days. I'm at the zoo. Some cold cuts. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> just have some nice kind of cold cuts on a hot St. Louis day in a, in a sandwich or not. So when you meet, when you meet the other kind of St. Louis dads and you're like, yeah, I'm in this, I'm in a band. ST aliens is what you might call them. <laughs> ST aliens. Are they like cool, bro? Or like, do they believe you or do they need to see like a pitchfork <laughs> printout or like, what's the vibe? Cause it's like, I feel like you're not really associating. Do they assume that you're in like the church band or like, Oh, which congregation? <laughs> congregation. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I have really i haven't really tapped in man <laughs> i uh he's been working from home mostly stayed to myself i'm i'm childless so yeah it's just oh okay okay school yeah so i just you know i'm the child i thought you both had, okay i say charlie might be giving off more dada energy than you ouch, william but ouch. Who's to say? <laughs> ouch, ouch. That's, i mean i don't mean to that's no shade that's no shade that's, no shade. that's coming from Thank two you, Two non fathers, so we're we're yeah. jealous. It's the nice artwork versus the goodwill artwork. That that that, <laughs> that does change the conversation a, a little a little bit. But I, I <laughs> so you're not so did you move to St. Louis raw dog like no homies like you just were like yeah Bay got it Bay got in we got to go straight up yeah she got the scholarship we were like let's go <laughs> um we had like four friends and they're all super tight so I count myself lucky I I I I don't take too much you know I, I'm kind of by myself type dude okay so you're good to go i'm living well i mean we do so much socializing on tour so mm. i get it in 
And I get home and it's just mm. nice time with John. Uh, I do a little socializing on tour too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> yeah. We're all fucking lots of different chicks and cheating on our partners on the road, baby. That crazy podcast life. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I'm only saying that because she's at yoga right now. Otherwise, she would hear me through the wall and like. I'm like bang on it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. She's not going to listen to this episode, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't care about us. She doesn't care about me either. Because, you know, she definitely doesn't care about you. I, uh, um, you know, when we're on tour, I kind of have to act as the de facto tour manager because Jason is getting lit and I'm... You're getting less lit. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have, have you know, a staff and stuff, but but is if... Oh, gosh. Who is the, who is the more responsible one of the duo? I have a guess, but I want to hear it from you. I mean, we really ebb and flow with it. Honestly, it's, it's a work of art out there, yeah. We, we both have our roles. You, oh, so you guys trade off on who's getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Who has the more kind of... Drug and alcohol dependency issues <laughs> out of the two of you guys. That's a hot question for sure. Um, it's a hot little question because Chris, you would think that it would be me, but you know, Chris has sort of been toppled by that, and now I have. That's to, true. So I'm the stepfather that had to step up, and uh, <laughs> someone's got to someone's got to snort all these powders if uh, if Chris can't do it. So out of the two of you guys, who's kind of doing more of that? It really depends. I think I think I'm more of like a this guy. <laughs> Whereas Charlie's more like this guy, but like this, this is an audio like, podcast. We'll, we'll I'm sorry. let's get a little. Let's use our words. <laughs> Roller coaster ride is 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 is, okay. is myself. You're going up. You're down. You have a lot of dynamic yes. range. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I'm like losing control, or I'm not. And then <laughs> and then Charlie's kind of more like going 45 and a 50, like. <laughs> Okay. Slow and steady wins the race, but for like, but for a long ass time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can just, I can sustain it for sure. Okay, so Charlie, he's not going to win any sprinting award medals, but he's going to see the end of that marathon, and and Billy might be passed out in the bushes. Yeah, I wish we had a better answer yeah. for you. I, I, that the best is no, I think I that's no, I think that's a, I think that's a great answer, and it's I a, appreciate. Yeah, it's a good stepping stone into a common question that we talk about here, where we do a lot of ranking. You know, top this, top sure. favorite artists or whatever. One of them being top three favorite prescription pills, dead or alive. <laughs> Quaaludes are on the table. What do you guys got? Oh gosh! What do you guys got? I wish I knew. You can do separately or combine. I don't. I don't fuck with it. But I used to be a bad boy. You used to be a bad boy. Okay, let's get into that. What do you mean by bad boy? No, like literally, like a, a child. That when I was like fifteen, <laughs> I think. Like I think the only time I ever fucked with like a pill for fun was like I think my brother, <laughs> me and my brother did al- oxycotton and went went to see like Transformers, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> It was amazing. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I was going through a lot. My my parents got divorced. I was like kind of wild as like a young kid. And then I got my shit together, started playing sports. So so your rock bottom was going to see uh, the 315 Transformers <laughs> off a of, off half an oxy? Megan Fox. That's I mean, honestly, that's good. Megan Fox generation one. That is good. Yeah, 15-year-old looking at Megan Fox going... (laughs) Luckily, well, luckily, OxyContin, the beauty of it is it won't let your penis work. So Megan Fox wasn't really doing much for you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Eyes closed. Baby Charlie goes sleepy now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all good. I mean, you don't want to jack off in the movie theater. No. That's how you catch a case. That can get you in real trouble, especially down in Texas. They don't appreciate Luckily, you're that. a minor, but it's still it's not yeah. you don't want it on the record. What about you, Billy? Gosh, I mean, I'm I'm a proud uh, a part of the generation that took like 
way too much Adderall at a young age. Like what? How young are we talking? I'm trying to do like 12 or 13, honestly. That's when you that's when you start to develop a problem concentrate. Yes. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? So it kind of tracks age wise. What I wasn't willing or what I didn't realize at the time was that it wasn't a concentration, but uh, there wasn't a concentration issue, but it was uh, but it was a will. There is no will. There's lack of will. Okay. Um, so you could concentrate all you want. You just didn't care about these old algebra problems. R- right. Which is tales all this time. <laughs> tales all this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, like, I think I did Oxycontin one time and like drank too much one time, but. Damn. So, all right. So you guys are just with. I just like weed and, and beer, I guess. A couple of wholesome boys. Although you are drinking out of a styrofoam cup, which I have to say is, is. So fun. So Texas. It's so Every birthday of all the old people is like a new cup. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> what? I, so is that your is that is that your grandpappy's like logo on that styrofoam oh. cup? Like what? Is, <laughs> what, is that? what do you mean? It's actually really hard. Uh, no, but no, it's a good logo. It's kind of like Tiffany blue, like a nice baby blue, and it looks like a. It kind of looks like it might be like Shaq's logo or something. I should, Jason. We should make some styrofoam cups for our next event. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, a lot of our, a lot of the sustainable brands that we work with will love that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. You know, I don't care about sustainability first and foremost, and I love (laughs) branded stuff, as you also know, Jason. Mm -hmm. Like straight up stink water. It's terrible. It's terrible. So you're drinking sink water out of a reusable styrofoam cup. Are, are, are there ice cubes in play or no? Oh, there are many ice cubes in play. Okay. Good. Okay. And it's funny. Like, right. I actually have one styrofoam cup because it's really nice to drink seltzer out of mm. on ice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Down here in Texas, we drink early in the afternoon. Period. So you're saying you're saying that the styrofoam cup the way it interacts with the 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 carbonation of the of the sparkling water and the ice is it it tastes different maybe than than yes. drinking out of the can or even a, a, a glass even. It dances in your mouth. It dances and it just hits a little harder. It's a little spicier. You know that like bubble kicks a little bit. You got to water down the like the high gravity uh, hard seltzers, you know, like the surge. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> the surge. Okay. The 8%. Bar- bartender surge and soda please. <laughs> the 8% white claws are terrifying surge and soda yeah you guys you guys graduated from that though i feel like one day one day, one day. Okay. what's on the what's on the right you know because jason's rider is a bottle of 818 tequila mm-hmm. um and then a, a, a 12 pack of mm-hmm. beers not ipas for the kind of for the stragglers that want to hang out in our green room yes that makes a lot of sense <laughs> i i get a pack of gum is kind of my only contribution <laughs> and a single avocado yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> most of the cities most of the cities not too right most of the cities we go to unfortunately don't kind of carry the level of hummus that i'm looking for yes so i just choose to go without yes it's easier that way you know because musicians always impress me because i've known so many of you freaks that can get absolutely destroyed and go on stage and play those 12 songs perfectly straight through are you able to do that now even as a father and as an elder gentleman or do you have to have a couple red stripes and then really kind of pack it in before you hit the stage i love the category of alcoholic drinks we've like we've we've like swam through so much but they all kind of fall under one umbrella uh, which is like safe and 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 nervous Um, okay we're gonna expand on that billy don't worry but like long trips like wear on you and like but but like alcohol is kind of your best friend out there like you just kind of have some beers and relax and it's kind of a long day like Mm -hmm. literally it's just the band who is like who are out with us is two or like four of us so we all do something more than we should 
You mean responsibility-wise? You all yes. take things more than you should. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> and we try to get home by eleven thirty. Oh. You know, we try to get to the hotel by eleven thirty, maybe midnight. Which one do you? Which one of you guys collects the money? That's the question. That's right. Uh, but I, I knew it. I knew honestly, it. Honestly, I wouldn't though, trust. Yeah. I wouldn't trust Will with ten dollars. So I'm glad that you're kind of getting those checks. No, he's way. He's way better with money. It's just like fun for me. You know, it makes me feel good. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I can relate to that. My favorite part of tour is sitting backstage before the show starts and yes. getting the Venmo alerts of the merch. The rush. <laughs> That's kind of why I do it. To be honest with you, I don't. I, yeah, I hate the fans. I hate the road. I don't want to yes. go to Philadelphia. Who yes. gives a shit? But that. Seeing a thousand dollars come in before you even touch the stage, that's God's plan right there. That's why we yeah, do it. Yeah, we'll I'll be up there and I'll be in the green room. I'll be writing down my notes of like, all right, what we gotta talk about this and then this and this. And then Chris's phone is just like ding ding ding. And then he he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he, I think he's sort of pleasuring himself to the sound of the Shopify uh, yeah. push notifications. He's pushing his little meat back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he exactly. goes and vomits, he's so happy. I can't control yeah. myself. But no, I think that's I think that splitting I think that understanding the split of responsibilities in a duo is very important and i'm i'm glad that you guys because have you guys been friends for like are you guys like lifelong friends or is this relatively this is a business agreement only? yeah it's pretty much like through the band yeah we, we met each other like 2014 started the band like 2015 oh sick all right so you guys didn't grow up together or anything so there's no bad blood yet mm -hmm. for now cross those fingers it's never too late that's honestly. facts yeah honestly uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'll probably make our the, then we'll probably make like a like an actually stimulating record instead of one that you can just ignore yeah <laughs> that'll be like our, our death tones period <laughs> so you guys you guys will start to hate each other and the music will go death tone style but then you'll be big is what you're saying yeah 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 yes huge huge separate buses we need to give we need to give them something to <laughs> to to talk about well to write lyrics about you need to have some real strife in your it life starts here it starts right now we're gonna break you guys down like so, a couple of wild horses <laughs> you guys seem too happy. all right down and give me 20 you maggots <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys seem too well adjusted. You guys seem. Oh, they're doing it. So, were you in bands? You were in different bands before then, and then you came together to create this Deftones like combo. Yes. I don't know. I came up listening to like all the songwriters I was like looking at were like Towns Van Zant and like hell yeah, Dylan like real like heady like masters of their craft, and I was like hell no, I can't do that. <laughs> So Dylan Van Zant, yeah, that's a bridge too far. Let's come down to Deftones world. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. It took me a while to realize you can just really keep it simple. And, and we started liking bands that that like made it all made sense to us. And and like just like the early kind of DIY bedroom rock. It was like the first time I heard like bedroom pop was like listening to you know Elvis Presley or some kind of like first wave. Those bands kind of made us realize, like, we can just make a song um, <laughs> and, like, not... We can just do this. We don't have to think about it that hard. Yeah. Like, we... Yeah. It can actually sound exactly, you know, like, how we want. Yeah. It can sound bad, whatever. Yeah. Like, if we think it's cool, like, maybe it's cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got you guys have a laptop. You guys have some speakers and a guitar and yeah. some shit, and you can make it work. That's all you need. Yeah. Which, which in, like, 2013 was, like, not... A, a really a tired narrative yet it was like almost like it was almost like a new discovery that you can just make some music in your house you're kind of right dude you're kind of right i mean yeah 
It was a novel thing at one point. It, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of yeah. one of the reasons music is ruined yeah. now because the barrier is too low of entry. I preferred when you had to spend millions of dollars in a studio and, you know, mm-hmm. old guys had to approve. But I'm glad you guys are here and you've kind of figured it out. Like if we were handed like a huge rock hit, I think and we were a band to those one, I also think that'd be really fun. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Back when like Sparkle Horse had like a six figure record <laughs> yes, deal, yes. like that shit doesn't exist anymore. Great, great example of a band that I cannot believe got a six figure. Re- There's so many, but Sparkle right. Horse is a great one. That's a great one. Right. right? Yeah. It's a really Such good a one. This is, I went to the uh, Heim show in LA and I'm like a fan. Like I like the last record a lot, mm-hmm. but I didn't yeah. really care before. And I, I told Jason this. I was like blown away. It's just so. It's like once they yeah. did that synchronized dance routine, Chris was like, "This is it. I am hooked." Also, people, also <laughs> people done. hating on the synchronized dance routine. Like that's cool, bro. They're, why would you not do that if you're like it's so cool a top forty? <laughs> like I don't understand what the problem is with that. Like what do you? They're also it looks funny. crazy, like, bro. Not, it looks crazy. They're not. They're not <laughs> mad serious. They're they're like not mad serious about it, which is fun. Which is like why it's fun. They also do like a skit in their act that was actually really funny and i was like super impressed by and i was like (laughs) where it's that it's this song it's the song that has the voicemail from a guy from the album and they kind of recreate it but she does a full fake phone call with someone that you can't see where she's like planning to hook up with a guy that she met the night before and it's it's so funny it's so good (laughs) but i'm like damn this is like I'm saying this because they're a real band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, right, right. oh, they're like a real band. This is pretty fucking good. And it's like, there's not lasers. There's not smoke. It like looks cool. Like the stage is cool, but it's basically just like right. these three chicks rocking. You know what I mean? There's not much For more sure. to yeah. it than that. And I do think that it's... um Nothing to hide behind. Yeah, there's nothing behind, to hide behind. But I, I you know, I, I thought it was... To do it at that level and have a few little tricks that really work is like impressive to me. And Chris loves the improv and very much so. Yeah, anytime a band can squeeze that in. I hate improv. I hate comedy. Um, but they they made it work. So we hate music, so it's perfect. (laughs) I know the the old the old rock club we used to play in Austin all the time is now like Rogan's like Palace or some shit. So Rogan's Palace. You mean like he's sort of taken it over as his comedy store, personal lounge? Yes, I think. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's like a comedy club where he hangs out. It's tough. It's just rough stuff. What's it called? I want to check it out now, brother. I don't even know, honestly. I walked by. What's it, it called, pussy? <laughs> Charlie has the bits, but no hard facts. So, so if somebody like Rogan comes in and is like, "Me and all my bros are going to do stand up here every night, and it's going to sell out, and and everything's all good," then like, th- like that's it, and it's done. Like, is there a fight? And like the musicians get pissed and try to take it back, or they're like, "This it has a scarlet letter." We're not even walking in the doorway of this place because it's like a, a Rogan stronghold. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not too tapped in with like how the locals are feeling about it. The last few years has been such a weird time like economically, especially for like live music venues. I feel like lots of places kind of died and like people almost under acknowledged it. Yeah, that might be one of the cases because I haven't heard a ton about it either, but it almost felt like a normal thing, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, you just kind of roll with it. Yeah. 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 We just got back from a long tour and venues are like overselling because what will happen is your show sells out. And then literally like 70% of the people come mm-hmm. or, or, or yeah. less like it's so weird. Man. In some cases it's, it didn't happen to us, but I've heard of cases where it's sold out and literally 30% of the people show up. <laughs> 
it's like because like like twenty percent really of them crazy. have COVID, twenty yeah. percent forgot, yes. and then the other twenty percent are like have too much anxiety to leave the house and go to the show. Yes, it it's really crazy. But um, that means you still, but you you still get paid though, right? In some cases, we get paid more. Like I think in Austin, they it's like a <laughs> you know it's like maybe like a three seventy five four hundred cap, and we sold like four hundred thirty tickets. So. That was good. So you're like, we're mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, but the bummer, you're selling less bummer. merch, and the bar's making less money, yeah. selling yeah. drinks, and they make yeah. they depend on those alcohol sales, you know? Yeah, yeah, Jason gets in his promoter bag when he talks. You know, Jason used to be a promoter, so he's only worried about alcohol sales. Yeah, I love it. Not of music, of EDM DJs, so it's a little different. All about it. No, of music as well. I've booked way more shows than all you guys combined. <laughs> with bands with bands that have guitars in them. Bro, I don't know. Did you make Facebook events? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I never, never did uh-huh. Facebook. Facebook always scared me. That bitch and is no. This out. bitch is too old, bro. He ain't. That's why he didn't do it. It, it ain't. <laughs> no. <laughs> it ain't. Twitter and Instagram are, is the promotional tools, not Facebook. I need to. I need to try Facebook Marketplace. It keeps being recommended to me, and I'm a big Facebook lover. Yeah. Um, we talk about it a lot. I look at Facebook all oh, the damn. time. It's yeah. It's honest. Unfortunately, I've kind of moved on to LinkedIn. Because it's even more twisted oh. than Facebook. Oh, it's wow. the most twisted. And it's just the, the entertainment value is just like, while you guys are looking at porn and Joe Rogan videos, I'm learning about <laughs> kind of how to be a CEO. And it's all free. <laughs> on LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all free on the on the great platform of LinkedIn. I'd rather be jacking off, bro. I mean, I get that. But it's it's really, there's a lot of like truly god-awful like CEO inspiration talk yes. by people that I see where they work and I've never heard of it. And that's kind of my favorite genre. Yes. What about when you see it from people that you know in real life and they do one of those one of those posts? How does that make you feel? Un- unbelievably, Jason, I don't really see people I know from real life doing there you that go. on there. I used to, when I was on LinkedIn, I saw that shit and I'd be like, bro, I can't do this anymore. You're hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People people say that to me a lot, actually. So maybe I should I should take that into consideration next time I log on. Do you guys have um do you guys have jewel down there? Jewel. Light on the tobacco use, but my wife did but oh, we recently went and saw her family in in Tennessee and she bought like a like a jewel. Because you have to see your family? I gotta do a jewel. We've we've been passing it back and forth like watching TV at night. It's kind of terrible. So funny. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I know I have this like Damn, I, I bro. have this real suspicion with like USB powered smokable smokables. Okay. Expand on that, Charles. Expand on I think that. That's, I think that's really needs to start his own podcast about this. Is it like a microchip into the lung situation or Nate, something like no no no? It's just the like <laughs> the heating element, like the bat like batteries kind of freak me out if I really think about it. That's fair. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think it's a little spooky, but if I really think about it, if I really think about it, I get maybe up there's about like batteries. a steam powered vape or something like that where we're not relying on lithium or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think about what was that I'm, when I was like in high school, the volcano or whatever that would fill up that huge, <laughs> the, 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 like the big bag. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was that was fun. But <laughs> I've um. smoked, I've smoked, I've smoked hella volcanoes, guys. Yeah, and, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like it. It tasted like burnt sushi to me was always my complaint yeah that's when you know it hit right yeah it sounds like you're not smoking exotic enough chris jason i was smoking i I was smoking exotic when you were booking franz ferdinand bitch don't do that (laughs) (laughs) that was crazy that was that was crazy crazy 
Uh, so where where do you guys do the best? Like, what are your favorite American cities to touch down in where they really show you guys love? It's kind of the predictable zones. You know, like, it's kind of like the L.A., New York. L.A., crazy pull up. Yeah, L.A., like, really, really came through this. I mean, it, it was sold out, but, like, the, the crowd was, like, about it. it. was. Where was the show, guys, if you don't mind me asking? Lodge Room. Gorgeous spot. We did Lodge Room as well. Great backstage there. Great green room. This literally never happens at, at our shows, but they're like, there's like five people, you know, who like kind of have access to the stage. They're like, their gut is on the stage or whatever. And they're like beating the stage with their palms, like <laughs> like screaming. It was really, it was hilarious. Like, like that photo of the guy in like the 60s at the jazz club and the guy's playing the sax really, really intense. And the guy's like pounding the stage like, oh, it's so good. Damn, you guys went kill. You guys went killer's yeah. mode at the lodge room. I like to hear that. They need that over there. Highland Park's yeah. like pussies only so it's nice that you guys kind of so when you're when you're playing one of your sweet sweet <laughs> love songs with some of your bedroom pop love songs on stage and people are are just pounding that stage how does that make you does that make you play more intensely more aggro or do you still stay in the pocket are you able to yeah to keep it still bedroomy no i, I don't think the live set's bedroomy at all to be honest it, i think that's maybe what makes it different and maybe a little surprising we're, we're kind of like digging in on some rock some rock shit mm -hmm. let's pick it up a little you know what i'm saying yeah. let's 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 get the tempo going give them their money's worth yeah unless you're spiritualized we saw spiritualized twice in one in one week and that motherfucker sits down but he's done a lot of heroin so that's cool you know what i mean we, we, i caught our boy Dijon in la and they're all sitting down like around like a dining room table and it's just like the most fire thing ever but i i we saw them we saw D, we saw Dijon in toronto and i was pissed off how well that worked i'm i'm when with you, can you sing that well, it doesn't really matter where you are on stage i was just i was just like these motherfuckers are sitting down this guy's jeweling the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and it's working yeah. and i'm not mad usually i would be like we gotta go jason this guy's fucking jeweling on stage <laughs> i was bored until i saw him jeweling and i was like okay, <laughs> okay. i like this guy all right we're in. we were at coachella to see spiritualized and jason's like bro jay spaceman just came out of the bathroom and he's got three e-cigs in his hand like going on stage. two jewels one aftermarket yeah 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 to hit the stage it was it was modded yeah. to like hit harder yeah it was, it was modded to hell he bored it out he drilled that thing out but I, was, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like but i didn't see him actually use the jewel on stage well, he's a showman he's a showman the bass player he was jeweling no one's really paying attention to him but no, he's got to keep the pipes That's clean. Really, special. I feel bad for the guys that are hired to be in spiritualized. That's probably a tough gig. You're making you're making 175 playing Coachella. <laughs> I just I saw him in L.A. They so every half a drink ticket. The L.A. show it's fucking packed. People are so psyched. Everybody in the crowd is fucking dusty ass Mark Maron lookalikes. It's like really what you want it to be. Don't come from Mark Maron. And, and <laughs> they start. <laughs> They start the set 30 seconds in. He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. He like waves his arm around and they've got like the three backup singers, the horn section. He just, he just stops the whole yes. thing and just like kind of stares at them. Like we're, we're going to do this again and we're going to do it right. There was, he didn't say anything. He didn't speak into the mic right. and they just started again. And then, you know, he doesn't speak at all during the show. He doesn't talk between songs or anything. So it was just like a, he gave them like a look that they knew they fucked up. Like when your mom's disappointed in you. That's kind of like some old school musician, like like mm -hmm. energy, like where like you play it perfect or you leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, he might have one of those like silent dog whistle things that only his backup singers can hear when they're when they're out of line. His drummer only he gets shocked like a dog collar when he's off when he's off beat. <laughs> what did I say, Chris? Uh, Charlie, Charlie, you just so you fuck with Marin that hard, bro? I do, man. Like he's I'm kind of a date. Well, I don't know. It's been so many years. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> you know, I think he he's really like feeling himself these days, which I think is really funny and i think it's funny I too love it. i think it's you funny don't, too. you you liked him more with with more uh, a lack of self-confidence and self-worth and now that he's got a little swag sauce it's if it's, it's it's weird well it's like weird swag. it's still it's still like a little tortured you know but he's just like saying it out loud like you know i'm doing the best work in my life and mm. i just I, I I think it's precious. <laughs> You're proud of him. It's sweet, but it, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean about the the feeling yourself and it being odd because like I live in his neighborhood, so we live we live in the same neighborhood. And I was listening to an episode a week or two ago, and he was talking about how he had a good day. He like had he like had sex with a girl, mm-hmm. and then they walked <laughs> to Baskin Robbins to get ice cream. And like I was listening to that while I was driving past the Baskin Robbins, which is across the street from the grocery store I go to. And I'm like, and I'm just like Mark Marin walked here and he walked right after he had sex with this person and got a scoop of mint chip and ate it there. And like, I don't want to, I just don't want to know about Mark Marin fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I bet Mark well. Marin is. <laughs> I'm he's glad that he's busy. doing it and he's still having Mark sex Marin's that he's proud busy of. Busy with chicks that have cats. No question. <laughs> like, no question. He's doing numbers with like a 32 year old with a cat. If she's got a Godspeed you Black Emperor lower back tattoo, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's painting that shit, bro. <laughs> Damn, I gotta I gotta Google search Godspeed you Black Emperor back tat see if one of those exists. If one of those exists, because yeah. that would be a fucked if, up. If there's one of them out there that Mark didn't hit, I did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I love those guys, man. I'm so glad they're back. Good, <laughs> yeah, I don't Mark is a tough one for me, but I think he's like I wanna approach him because we've seen him in public, you know, but I also think that like I want to. I, I would never approach a celebrity, but I want to approach him because I know how mad it would make him oh. when a guy like me approaches him versus a chick that works at the local like coffee house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. This this is some local. This is some local insight. <laughs> yeah, this is local shit. This is local inside, but we live in LA, so it's the world stage. Everyone wants to yes. know about it. Yeah, you know? yeah it's true. Yeah, like when you're talking leagues. about what's going on in Waco, like some people are like, I'm fucking with Ask that. me about Chip and Joe. Just ask me. Just ask me right now. <laughs> Chip and Joe. <laughs> that's a coffee shop that sells yep. chips too? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's exactly it. <laughs> what, wait, chip, chips, no. chips like in the British sense no. or chips in the American sense? Chip, chip and Joanna Gaines. The, oh, uh, Chip and Joe. Oh, yeah. of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, you guys are both interested in property, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested in Gaines. Chris is interested yeah. in property. So do you see Chip and Joe and their fucking 18 kids around town or no? I weirdly have like a connection to their family a little bit and just through like friends we met here. Like I've seen Chip, but. 
He's so, he like drives like a Honda Accord. Like I like like I like. No, bro, those guys they're the richest people in Waco for sure. I, like I don't know what was going on, but it, it was literally like a 2011 Honda. Accord. It's a sensible car, y'all. Do you get a free subscription to Magnolia, their monthly magazine, or does that not come with the zip code? It's on every stand for sure. Um, <laughs> what's the grocery store like? What's your local kind of H E B? Big big H E B love over here. Heb. Howard E. Butts. <laughs> Yes. Damn, you got a yes. grocery store name, but that's, what it that's crazy. For. I didn't know that. It's just it's just a wonderful grocery store. The price point is is, it really is. is just incredible and they're like in-house products are really fire and and it's just a good old family <laughs> okay. spot. Okay. Spot so spot. Are you seeing are you seeing any what do we have any other kind of local Waco celebs that you could spot at the Heb or is it just kind of Chip Joanna and their babysitter? There's some like Will and there's like Will. some really funny like TikTok bands who are here. Um, what? There's like one band in particular, um, Surfaces. God damn it! That sounds like a fake band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, really good. Yeah. Well, what what separates you guys from a TikTok band? Well, we're. I'm not saying that you guys are a TikTok band. I'm saying I don't know what a TikTok band exactly is. We're less hot. <laughs> We're less strong. <laughs> I don't know about that. We're, we're less. We're less. We're less famous, and we wear short T-shirts instead of T-shirts that come to our knees. Okay, yeah. okay, um, okay, that's okay. that's great. The, I, those examples really painted a picture for me. I hope. Yeah, T-shirt length plays a big part into it. Yes, yes. Okay. You got to cover and, that, like, yeah, like you know, covering that giant frame is really important. Is there like a Christian bend to these guys, or is it are are they just normal cats? That's that's incredibly likely. In fact, I'm always shocked with how common that is. But I would not be surprised. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So surfaces, what do they sound like? Imagine dragons or something? No, it's super like it's just like vanilla ice cream. I mean, like, I love vanilla ice cream, so I can't talk too much <laughs> shit. But it's just like really safe. Really, really <laughs> Okay. Really but these safe. guys are these guys are these like a major rate label like recording act or just TikTok? Yes. Okay, okay. okay. Oh well they had their song I think went off on TikTok and like went to the radio. They're like a okay. big radio hit. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So you see those guys and you're 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 mad at them because they make more money than you, but you're also maybe trying to produce their album or something. Sure, like I, yeah, 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 like I'll give them like a peace sign or something, or like a, like <laughs> a peace sign and a duck lip. Um, no, <laughs> you'll sh- throw surfaces a duck lip if you see them at the head. I saw- <laughs> And they're like, oh, you're buying the HEB uh, house in-house product? Pimento oh, cheese. Well, we got the deal, so that, I'm getting the good oat milk. Damn, that's pretty funny. Do you think they live there because they're from there, or do they relocate like you for the great real estate? I have no clue. Like, like, I honestly wish I knew. I shouldn't have brought it up if I didn't have answers. There, I mean, there's um, no reason to move. Like, why? You know, you, you yeah. can do everything there. You go, you got an airport, you go, and you fly all over the world. They don't They don't have an airport, Jason, unless they're flying <laughs> private. I don't, I don't think. Chip and Joanna might have Chip and Joanna might have an airstrip, yes. but I don't know if you have access to that. There is a little tiny airport, but I, I, I it's like barely a terminal. I'm, like- I, I want to go back to Waco. I think if you could kind of arrange for a dinner between Jason, myself, Chip, and Joanna. I think that we could get them on the show, and I don't want to like upstage you as the biggest Waco celebrity. So no, no, no. that makes you feel uncomfortable. You just let me know. Pull up. I don't want. I don't want to <laughs> step on any toes. Of course, I need you. I need you to get that. <laughs> I need you to get that dinner. I could. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some great fine dining restaurants in Waco um, that we could Oof. patronize. Jason's Deli, Fazoli's. <laughs> I could go on. Okay, yeah. bro, bro. 
really good. Charlie, Charlie's doing better. St. Louis is sounding pretty good to me right no, now. It's after fire. J- it's beautiful. After Jason's Jason's yeah. deli, that's rough, bro. It's fire. All right, howdy. Thank you so much <laughs> for talking shop with us. We appreciate it. Uh, true love. That's out now. You guys just finished your tour, so now you can just chill and count those twenties all day. Yeah. All the twenties. Literally, yes, two days ago I was uh oh shit. Hold up. <laughs> Listening to the new Drake mm-hmm. album, like depositing all of our checks. <laughs> and it and it was it was a special, like the gummy was kicking in. Hard as a rock, weren't you, Charlie? Honestly, I was feeling it. So, okay, because I can't figure out a way to like that album so maybe i need to deposit money yes that's a good environment yeah it's a good yeah. environment that, that works for me i mean look it, that, it doesn't take much to get me going when i'm depositing <laughs> but mobile banking it was good i, I found a nice mm-hmm. rhythm lots of overhead pictures yeah <laughs> 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 the new drake the new drake album is the soundtrack mobile for mobile bank. i take a picture of the front yeah. of the check you know what i'm saying i take a picture of the back side <laughs> yeah. of the check once it's been approved you know i move on to the next one Sign that shit. Approve the amount. Mm, hmm Are you sure? Uh, yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So that's that's what that's our biggest takeaway from this episode. If you need to learn how to listen to Drake yes. and enjoy it, actually, that's a really good advice. Do it while making a bunch yeah. of mobile deposits into your bank account. That's a, that's great. That's great advice from Howdy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. I love tapping in with flyover states on this podcast. We don't do it enough. <laughs> um, I love the records. I'll continue to listen. You guys do the same, and we will see you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Later, fellas. Later. Later.